Hi, this is Linda Burton. And this is Leslie Bracero. And we're here today to talk about distance learning and how that affects us in the relationship. Yes, it's true. I'm a teacher. I've been in education for over 20 years. And during my whole span of education, I've never seen it take this type of course. And right now, currently I'm serving as a um, preschool teacher, which you can imagine is very challenging on the little ones as we go through this remote or distance learning. We started in March when the pandemic broke out and that's when the schools were shut down and we were required to work from home. At that time, the majority of my students had already become accustomed to working in the classroom, getting used to their friends, playing outside, working with the teachers. So that wasn't really hard for them when they came down to the distance learning piece because they were already familiar with us. However, the dynamic had changed when that we, became, we came from being in person to now on the computer. And that was the hardest part for the kids to get accustomed to that, which also took a toll on the parents because now the parents had to take a different type of responsibility when it came to their child's learning. Yeah, I can see that. I can see how hard it is of even building that, having that relationship of just learning their, their style of learning, you know, yeah. of how they take in information is different when you talk around the house or general conversation, but actually trying to teach them, you need to learn their, <clears throat> you need to kind of know their learning style. Yes, and you know, parents, they, parents are parents and they're parenting their kids. They're not necessarily required to educate them because that was left up to the schools. So now they're taking on a different hat that they're looking at their child through a different lens. Like, okay, like you said, Linda, what's their learning style? What's going to help them to blossom during this trying time? How best does my child learn? And those were some of the conversations we had prior to the pandemic. What are some of my child's strengths? How can I work towards those strengths and help them become a better learner? Well, now that they are with them 24 hours, 24 seven, as we say, they have to look at them through a different, a different lens again. That reminds me of this video my husband um, showed me. It was a lady that's trying to teach her child, it actually was a guy trying to teach her, child, her his son about how, what's five, take away three. Like if I, I'm sorry, take away two. So it's, five apples they kept on doing it kept on doing it and then he laid down five apples right and he goes and i take away two how many apples do i have and the girl said two and he goes no i take away two so the little girl keeps seeing the two apples and they're saying two she's like crying it's so cute and it's exactly. like no, you say five and it's the language as well of how we see it and we don't realize that that's true. And it's also the approach. I remember one of the conversations I had with the parent is um, doing a phonemic awareness activity. And that's basically that the parents are not the parents, excuse me, the children are learning how words have sounds and how the sounds have different segments. And so one of the activities that I have done with my students is breaking apart words. And I use my arm and I say a word like October. And so the dad was saying, now I'm finding myself doing this when I'm saying words to my kids. And it's true because they're learning alongside with their child, how best to reach them. And it's a whole different approach in education now. Even when I first started, when I first started, it's nothing like it is now. And especially now when we're doing distance learning, it's nothing like I had ever seen. 
But it's even more so than that. It's we're trying to work as well as teach. And that's hard, you know, of that's so much more pressure on the relationship with your children as well as with your your partner. It's it's the weight of trying to do it all. You're juggling another ball now. Like you're barely doing what you were doing, juggling that, and now you just gave me another ball. And it's like, okay, I could do this. I don't have a choice. I have to do this, but I don't know how. It's so true, Linda. And you know, I had a conversation with a parent the other day and she was being very transparent. She said, cause I asked her, I said, well, what can I do as your child's teacher? What's one thing that I can do to make this experience for your child and for you more positive? And she said, just check in on me on Fridays. Mm. And that just really touched my heart because my focus has been the kids. Yeah, naturally, okay, I want to make sure they're learning, they're getting what they need to go to the next level. But the parents said, just check in on me to make sure I'm okay. Because I'm with both of my children who are at varying age levels all day. Dad is at work and he's gone all day, so she's home with them. She has to mother, she has to clean, she has to do this, she has to do that, and now she's asked to teach. She said, please just check in on me. You don't have to check on check in on me every week, but just check in on me to make sure I'm okay. Yeah. And I said, I will, and you know, and it gave me a whole different appreciation for parents because as a teacher, I know it's not easy teaching. Yeah. And now I'm factoring the fact that I'm a parent and now I'm a teacher, it's challenging. And I couldn't even imagine the struggles that parents are going through trying to make sense of all of this, plus the social emotional piece. We're talking about relationships. Now, this is going to really impact how kids relate to each other. Because we're not able to touch, we're not able to hug, we're not able to do any of those things that mentally people need. Yeah. We need that human, we need that human touch. Yeah. And now how things are, that's no longer being encouraged. So mom says, I just need someone to check in on me. Yeah. As we're communicating with this computer thing, I can't reach out and touch Linda and say, Linda, please call me. Linda, I just need you to tap me on my shoulder and say everything's gonna be okay. She can't do that because this is how we're relating. We're relating on the computer. Well, so we're talking about relationships. Mm -hmm. We need to look at that piece of inward in relationships. Yeah. Some people think of it as, like a child can think of it as a punishment. Like with me, my oldest child, I was able, I homeschooled him. He loved it, I loved it, and it was good. He was um, a grade ahead or two grades ahead, and it was, it was easier to homeschool him than put him in school and just the whole process of that. But my youngest one, um, he he's not a type to be homeschooled and he had he had special needs that we had that i couldn't provide mm -hmm. and at first he thought he wanted to be homeschooled i know i couldn't so mm -hmm. during the summer i pretend you know with him and he realized okay this is not for me <laughs> and the difference is he needs that socialness he needs that one of the problems he had was a speech problem he needs to be around other people to practice speaking and different things like that that i couldn't give so it, it, it some child can take it like it's nothing and run with it like my oldest he can do it and other ones not saying one is better than the other because they're both good in two different ways and two different skills but yeah. how they learn is different and the other one he needs more interaction he needs 
that touch, that 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 conversations with other people to lose. He has to lose focus a little bit to relax him, to calm down, to less stress him out. My oldest, that might stress him out more. Yeah. So we have to learn the difference in the style. And I'm like, no, you you need to stay in school. Now we put him in private school for a while so he can have that experience. Okay. But he needed to be around people. So some people really, truly need that because it can cause depression and so many other things with that. Right, Linda, that is so true. And you know, you said something very powerful. You said it's like a punishment. And when you think about it, in this respect, in this vein, it is almost like a punishment because we're not able to be human. You're in your room, you're in your house. I can't sit and hold my friend's hand while she's going through a difficult time. All I can do is call her, which is, is fine, but sometimes we need that human touch. Or that reinsurance of yeah. good job, well done, because you can't see what they're writing all the time, and yeah. some need that more than others. Yeah, that's so true. That's so true. So, how do we make it better? What do One we do? Of the things I was thinking of, like what I I do and teach, is this, and I actually um, have the the. I don't want to say test. I want to say, give me another word for it. Assessment. Assessment. Perfect assessment assessment to learn your style and to learn your kids style and i love the kids version and the adult version there there's two different ones but it's basically learning what style are you d is dominant d is 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 like um i i teach this and i use it this way if you were going out in space you need all three types all three are important d is the person it is like the president or the person announcing it and saying, you're gonna do this, you're gonna do that and get back to me. Okay. So in learning, it's the person that you're gonna say, like my Otis, do this, do that, and you're done. They're, they're good, they can go, they can run with it. Just give them the information, give them bullet points and that's it. Yeah. Um, the I personality is more like the person that actually goes out in space, the astronaut. <laughs> They're willing to take risks. They're willing to take chances. That is me big time. <laughs> you know, Willing to take risks, willing to take chances. Yeah. The adventure is the excitement. Don't bore me with why and how. I don't care. Just tell me what I need to do, what I need to know, and let me go. <laughs> like, make it fun. Make it exciting. Making it, you know, like, make it feel alive. Make it hands on. So that's the I personality. The S personality is more um, in, the, in the same situation going on in space. Those are the people that think of, do they have enough toilet paper? How are they gonna get a hold of their family? Um, um, do, are, are they able to communicate well with us? Things that, that eyes don't think of, <laughs> but need. Each other, that's why we need each other. Yeah, and, and so in learning, it's talking about how this can use to help somebody else or help people, or this is what it's for of the purpose of using it in your life. And they're good with that. And they, they're set up, and the majority of people are S's. And then they're C's. C's are the people, and, and same thing of going on space, C's are the people that actually make the, the spaceship i can't even think the right name <laughs> make that do the computer stuff have all that set up the electronics and all that they do that part that's an important part so in learning they want to know 
how did you get this information? What knowledge do you have? What background do you have? How do you know this stuff? Is this really real? Like, is this a fact for everything or some things? These are the ones that usually say not always, <laughs> because it's true, nothing's always. So, so it's learning the different styles and um, once you know your style or know your child's style, it's easier to communicate with them. Because if you get somebody like me, you already know, stick to the point, stay this, and that's it, you know? So I'm a DI. So being a DI, I, I, business type, give me the facts, give me the information, let me go, let me do what I need to do. But when I'm not dealing with business, I, how are we gonna have fun with this? If it's not fun, I don't wanna do it. Don't waste my time if we're not having fun. <laughs> what are you, what type are you? You know, I think I'm kind of all over the place. <laughs> I am, I'm definitely a detail-oriented person. I need to know what are the steps, how many steps do I need to take to get to that point, and when I get there, what can I expect at the other end? That's, that's part that's of me. Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> I know it was a C. I know I'm a little bit. <laughs> but see, but, that's the thing. Yeah. You're a little bit of everything. Yeah. So I believe we talked before, you're a C. CS. Yeah, you're a CS. Um, you're more caring, more, you know, nurturing, more, you know, like, is everybody okay? Exactly. Yeah, and that's part of it. Being a teacher, you know, and as a teacher, that's what we want to know. Mm -hmm. And that's what I miss. I want to make sure my kids are okay. Hey, guys, are you okay? Let me look in your eyes. Let me see your face. Why do you look like that? Is everything okay? No, teacher, everything's not okay. Well, what can we do? What can we do to make it feel better? Is your tummy hurt? Do you need to go to the bathroom? Little things like that, that this computer right here, it doesn't do. Yeah. So, and when we're talking about making relationships that last, we have to remember to factor in those things, which is love, which is laughter. And Linda is so good at that. She'll laugh at anything. And anytime you have like at least in my experiences with Linda, if I'm going through a tough time and I call Linda and she makes me laugh and I'm like, I don't want to laugh, but <laughs> she's laughing, I'm going to laugh because her laughter is contagious. So these are things that we need to keep in mind as we are going through all of these changes in our life. Let's remember life's lessons. Let's remember love. Let's remember to laugh because ultimately the goal is to what? make relationships that last, even through all of this. Yeah. How to reach out and make somebody's life better. Yes. Like song, reach out and touch somebody's hand. I remember that. I'm going to go into all that. But yeah, it's true. It's true. <laughs> now, there's one other thing that I thought um, we should share to help people. I want to make sure that we're leaving with some kind of knowledge of helping people to kind of know your style. Now this is, let's clarify, we're actually all three, no matter what situation we're in. An example as if somebody's falling, it matter who falls, how they fall and why they fail to determine which reaction I'm going to have. If it's my child falling and I told them not to run and they ran and do this, I'm going to be a little harsh in that, are you okay first? 
yeah. with them trying to help me or something else, then I'm going to say, are you okay? So each style is, is a little bit different. If they're playing around acting silly, then it might be laughing first. So it, it really matters. Or if it's just something that, that happened out the blue, I might be like, how did that happen? Yeah. What's the cause? Is there something wrong with the floor, the carpet, you know, your shoes too big? What, what's going on? Yeah. We all play a part of that. But I want people to realize how can they quickly find out their their type if they can't afford to take the test or do something like that. So to picture it, we're going to picture this built like a circle. Okay. So it's a B I S C. Okay. And then we're going to break it up into like squares so you can see D I S C, right? Okay. So at the top, that's the D and the I. Those are fast paced people. That's like, let's go, let's do things, let's, you know, fast paced. They want things done. Yeah. I people, I mean, at the bottom, that's um, S and C. Mm -hmm. They're more slower paced. They, they like to think things through a little bit more, mm -hmm. um, process it, think before they speak, different things like that. That's the I. And I mean, the S and the C. And then go back to this. On this side, it's the I and the S. Mm -hmm. These are the people that it's about people. Mm -hmm. They care about people. That's their first priority is people. Yeah. Okay. And then on this side, it's D and C. It's task oriented. It's not that they don't care about the people, but they're focused on, on the job, the task, what needs to be done. Mm -hmm. and how it needs to be done. So we do all of them. And like I said, it matters the situation. At home, you might do this because you're focusing on dinner or whatever, or the kids. And at work, you might be a manager to, and you think this way. So it might be different at um, different stages of your life and different things. You still pretty much stay the same um, core, but the situation might change a little bit of what's going on. So what you need to do is find out who you're talking to so you can know how to talk to them. What is their style? So if they're fast paced like me, I am very fast paced. You need to talk fast to me or you're going to lose my attention. And don't give me three different subjects at one time. Give me one and let me take that in and, and walk away and think on it. Then come back and give me another one. Give me one task at a time. It's better for me that way. And then um, for for you being a, a, a C and a S, your style is a little more different. Your slower pace. I need to say something to you. I can give you facts and details and more information, but I also need to give you, it's probably better to do one task at a time so you can think on it and process it. Mm -hmm. And it's something that's key and not to cut you off, but that's, that's vital to know the people in your circle because mm -hmm. you know and not saying you got to take out a piece of paper and do all this assessment no but if you know that person you can better relate to them and they can better relate to you we can alleviate a lot of drama alleviate a lot of strife and contentions if we take the time to know and again i just can't go back to the fact that it's all about love because love thinks about others and love is patient not selfish that's right it's patient so if you're going to be patiently taking the time to know someone, you're going to be a little more accommodating. Mm -hmm. And I, I like that you're saying that. I'm just, my mind is twirling because it all boils down to relationships. And I think that's why this is good because 
with us talking, they get both sides. They get a fast paced thinker and they get a slower paced thinker that processes it. Mm -hmm. in, in reality, we need both. We usually marry our opposite. That's true. That's so, true. And, and that balance us. Can you imagine if I marry somebody else just like me? Oh my goodness. <laughs> a whirlwind and I would be spinning around <laughs> the earth. But then, now, I know. And then somebody else married like you, you process it so wrong, nothing won't get done. Nothing will get done. And you know, it's so funny. I've Even in my friendships, I'm, I'm looking at my friendships. All of my friendships are opposite. Like Linda, she's <laughs> And I'm like the little turtle, you know, I want to take my time. My husband, <laughs> he's always on 10 and I'm like on three. And if I get on 10, then I'm agitated. So see, here's the thing. We got to know each other in order to appreciate each other. So it's true. We always do kind of gravitate towards people who are different from us. Yeah. And it's the balance because I need somebody to slow me down and think because I would never slow down and it's not healthy for me. I need that balance, you know, and it's, 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 it's a good way of just life. It, 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 especially just having kids, they, they're getting more well-rounded of yeah. that. And I think that's important. Now I know there are single parent homes and different things like that. And um, I really always feel that somebody come in and fill in the gaps. God put somebody in our life to fill in the gaps. It could be the yeah. teachers, it could be a neighbor, it could be another relative that fill in the gaps in that, in that part. Yeah, but we all needs to be there. We all need to be there and help each other and, and learn each other's style to understand, yes, you process before you think. That's good. I mean, that's really good and healthy. So there's nothing wrong with that. Mm -hmm. So I think um, knowing the person's style helps us communicate more, understand more, have more patience with each other, and know how to speak and and hear each other. Yeah, so. in a way that's respectful. Yes. That's good, Linda. Good, 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 good. Good advice today. I really appreciate that. And um, I just, if I want to leave anybody on one party note is subscribe to this channel. <laughs> if you like what you heard today about life lessons and, and, and making things better in our lives, subscribe to this channel. And as Linda said, this is about real people, real perspectives. Um, we're not putting on any airs. We're just your neighbor next door. You can come over and say, hey, neighbor. <laughs> <laughs> and let's sit down and have a cup of coffee, sit down and have a cup of tea, and let's talk about life and how we can make things better for, or not only for ourselves, but for everybody around us. Yeah. Yeah. Make a difference. So, well, thank you for listening, and we really appreciate you. Hopefully, um, you got something out of this to help you with your children, help you with your partner or just help you in life at work or to understand people. Find out their personality type and then you'll know how to speak to them and you kind of understand why they speak to you that way. And then make the changes. I remember hearing somebody said, the golden rule always been, um, do unto me as how okay. the way you want them to treat you. Yes, and then, but then they said there's a platinum rule once you know the person personality type, once you know how they want to be treated, then treat them that way. That's good. I like that. So. Say that again, Linda. Say that again. <laughs> that was good. That was very good advice. Once you know how a person wants to be treated, treat them that way. Man, that's good. 
Yeah. You know I can't repeat myself. <laughs> I like that. I'm going to have to put that in my mental tablet because the first way to do it is if you if you don't know the person you know you want to be treated that's the right way to do but once you know their style if they don't like that then why are you keep doing just because you like it that don't mean they will so then learn their style learn who they are learn their what they like and then treat them the way they want to be treated so see i did do it again i'm not good at that it's like what did i say <laughs> Thank you for listening. Did you have anything else to say? No, I think that's all. Okay. Bye. Bye.